Okay, so let's get into it. Marvel star Jonathan Major is found guilty of harassing and assaulting ex-girlfriend Grace Jabari. All right. Jonathan Majors has been found guilty of two counts of harassment and assault against his ex-girlfriend while being acquitted on two other counts. But the actor has hit back, saying he still looks forward to clearing his name. British dancer Grace Jabari, 30, said she was she suffered excruciating pain when the Marvel star struck her on the head and broke her finger in the back of a SUV after she saw a flirty text message from another woman on his phone this year. And then I was thinking, you know, this is very similar to the uh, Chris Brown situation when Rihanna caught a text of another woman in his phone um, implicating that he was cheating. Uh, that's the thing. Um, man or woman, cheating has consequences. Jabari's lawyer, Brittany Henderson, said jurors had delivered justice by convicting mayors on Mon majors on Monday and that her client hoped that the case would inspire other survivors to speak out. For majors, the convictions could spell up to a year behind bars along with the ruin of his Hollywood career, just as he was about to be tipped for a Oscar for his role in the unreleased movie Magazine Dreams. Centering on a bo troubled bodybuilder, the film was put on hold by Disney in light of the allegations. The entertainment giant must now decide whether to stand by measures or axe the movie. Wow. California-born Majors, 34, graduated from Yale with an acting master's and he rose to fame after starring in the 2019 independent feature film, The Last Black Man in San Francisco. He went on to perform in HBO's Lovecraft Country, receiving a primetime Emmy Award nomination before starring as the supervillain Kang, the Conqueror in the Marvel Universe and Dame Anderson in Creed III this year. With his success on the big screen, came crashing down in March when he was charged with four misdemeanors, assault with intent to cause physical injury, assault recklessly causing physical injury, aggravated harassment, and harassment. Jurors were tasked with examining conflicting narratives about whether Major was the aggressor or the victim during the chaotic SUV struggle with Jabari in the Chelsea, Chelsea neighborhood of Manhattan on March 25th. They began deliberations on Thursday, and on Monday, they reached the guilty verdict for assault recklessly causing physical injury, but not assault with intent to cause physical injury. Major's, Major's, lawyers, <clears throat> Major's lawyer, Priyana Chowdhury, claimed the mix of guilty and not guilty verdicts meant jurors did not entirely believe Jabari's account, and he still hopes to clear his name. It is clear that the jury did not believe Grace Jabari's story of what happened in the SUV because they found that Mr. Majors did not intentionally cause any injuries to her. We are grateful for that. We are disappointed, however, that despite not believing Ms. Jabari, the jury nevertheless found that Mr. Majors was somehow reckless while she was attacking him. Mr. Majors is grateful to God, his family, and his friends, and his fans for this love and support during this 
harrowing eight months. Mr. Mayor still has faith in the process and looks forward to fully clearing his name. But Jabari's lawyer, Brittany Henderson, said justice has been served through Monday's verdicts. We are thankful to the jury, the court, and the Manhattan District Attorney's Office for giving this case the time and attention that it merits, she's, um, that she's, uh, she said. Today has shown us that no abuser, no matter how powerful they may seem, is above the law. Mr. Bari has shown irrefutable strength and poise while being forced to relieve both in court and very publicly the abuse she was subjected to. Her unwavering resolve to see this case through to the end is born of a desire to show other survivors and victims of domestic violence that they too can hold their abuser accountable. Ms. Jabari hopes that her, that her actions will inspire other survivors to speak out and seek justice. Okay. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg thanked Jabari for bravely telling her story. At the Manhattan DA's office, we are committed to centering survivors in all our work. The evidence presented throughout this trial illustrates a cycle of psychological and emotional abuse and escalating parents of coercion far too common across many intimate partner violence cases we see, we see each and every day. Today, a very determined, a very <clears throat> a jury determined that the pattern of abuse and coercion culminated with Mr. Majors assaulting and harassing his girlfriend. We thank the jury for its service and survive and the survivor for bravely telling her story despite having to relieve her trauma on the stand. Majors is said to be sentenced on February 6th. During the trial, surveillance footage of Majors entered by repeatedly shoving and scuffling in the vehicle on March 25th was shown to the court along with videos, photos, and text messages as evidence of abuse. Their conflict came after Jabari from reading England was, saw a text from a woman called Cleopatra reading, wish I was kissing you right now to her then boyfriend. And that's what started it all. Jabari testified that she saw on the phone that Majors had sent Cleopatra a the Angelo song called Lady. Yeah, he screwed up, just like Chris Brown. In closing arguments that ended before lunch on Thursday, prosecutors said Majors struck a blow to his partner's head that left her stunned and in excruciating pain in the backseat of the car. They said the assault was the latest escalation in Majors' repeated attempts to exert control over his girlfriend through physical and emotional violence, citing a past incident in which he allegedly urged her not to seek medical attention for a head injury because it could lead to investigation. We're going to look into that later. Major's lawyers claimed that Jabari was the aggressor and that the driver of the SUV called her a psycho girl because she was out of control, something Major's ultimately rejected. His attorney, Primer Priya Chaudhry, said that Jabari hit him in revenge for discovering the text from another woman. But in her closing statement, prosecutors Kelly Galloway dismissed the idea that it was a revenge plot to ruin the defendant's life, his career, take away everything from him. She said that the case boiled down to control, domination, manipulation, and abuse. And that was the culmination of two years of Majors trying to make Jabari conform to his every whim. In her emotional testimony, which lasted four days, Jabari repeatedly broke down in tears as she described how Majors changed after initially do, being a doting boyfriend. They met in 2021 on the set of Ant-Man, and the Wasp, Pontomania, while it was filming in London, and within months of, with months, Majors began berating and berating Jabari and manipulating her. She told the jury, she said that Majors mocked her 
her ex-boyfriend and called him embarrassing and became so demanding that she attended the Glettensbury Music Festival in the UK that she became that she came home early. In July 2022, Jabari was visiting majors in Los Angeles while he was filming Magazine Dreams, his Oscar tip movie about a troubled bodybuilder when tensions boiled over. She told the jury he exploded basically. It was a violent temper, full of rage and aggression. He was throwing things, shouting in my face, throwing objects. I was trying to get away from him. We were in a master bedroom. I, it started off close to me and I left to hide a bit and I tried to use my words to calm him down. September last year, Majors became upset again when Jabari invited a friend back to their house in Hampstead, North London. While he was fil still while he was filming the TV series Loki, Jabari said, he said, if I don't understand why he's upset, then I'm an idiot. I'm stupid. He started calling me an alcoholic and that I'm embarrassing. Jabari walked off and Majors came up behind me. She said, she told the court he tore my headphones off my ear and was stomping on them. He started shouting really loudly, better not, better not be in the house when I get home. Really loudly shouting in my face. Then he turned around and left. Jabari recorded a portion of Majors ranting at her, which was played in, played to the jury. Majors could be heard saying, how dare you telling her to be more like Coretta Scott King, the wife of Martin Luther King and Michelle Obama. That makes no sense. She's not a black woman. Why would, that's another thing about these actors, okay? A lot of people hold these actors to some sort of high regard, but people have to understand some of these actors come from, they're like athletes. They come from troubled backgrounds. They're not whole normal individuals. Some of them are not. Okay. Major said, I'm a great man, a great man. I'm doing great things, not just for me, but for my culture, for the world. So you have to say you're a great man, you're not a great man. He said he needed a woman that would support him, a great woman who would make sacrifices. Sounds like something like uh, a woman that would put up with his crap. After their fights, Majors would threaten to commit suicide and would say that he had put action in place to do so. Jabari told the jury. He said, she said, I said, please don't say this. I'm going to have to call for help. I said, I love him so much. What do you mean? You put this into motion, describing the dynamic of their relationship. Jabari said it was confusing because I felt scared of him, but depended on him. I promised him I would never tell anyone what went on. Addressing the assault, Jabari said that she was that as she rode back home on March 25th with the with majors after seeing a play and having dinner, she was taken aback by the text from another woman. She said that he began acting like he'd been caught and refused to show her the phone, so she grabbed it. Moving her shoulder to the left, pulling her hands down, she told the jury, I really easily grabbed it like he wasn't expecting me to take it. I turned away from him. I was trying to see the message and I could see his home screen. I felt a heavy thud on top of me, what I knew would be the weight of him and trying to pry the phone out of my fingers and I was going into protective mode. I curled over and I felt him yank my arm. Women are gonna do that, okay? They, You've been caught cheating, they're gonna grab the phone from you, okay? 
men might try the same thing. They find out their girl's cheating. They're going to grab the phone and see what, what's going on here. That's a regular response from a, from a, a significant other that's found out their partner's doing them dirty. He was trying to pry the phone out of my hands. What wasn't successful, he put his arm around my back, putting her right arm behind, putting her right arm behind her back. Jabari said Majors began peeling the phone, peeling her fingers off from the phone and wasn't and was twisting my arm and hand. He was trying to make me feel pain. I just felt excruciating, she said. Next, I felt a really hard blow across my head, making a swiping motion over the back over the back right side of her head. She tried to fend Majors off, but she couldn't. The car stopped and they both got out. A surveillance camera captured Majors repeatedly shoving Jabari back into this SUV, then running away down the street with her in pursuit. Describing what was happening, Jabari said he was trying to make me stay in the car, trying to push me. My body felt very light in, the, in his hands, so it felt just that. He was forcing me to stay in the car. He was holding me with his arms. My arms were, my arms were by my body. He was running away. I couldn't work out why I followed. I wanted to hear literally that morning, we're talking about when we're getting married, the names of our children, and he's running away instead of saying, I actually had an affair. It was silent and bolting out the door. I was really heartbroken. Jabari said she felt sad and that everything I knew to be true was not. The jury heard that she later went out partying with these three strangers she met in the street and returned to Major's apartment in Manhattan, where she found where he found her passed out in the closet the next day. Photos were released by the court shows a gush a gash under her right ear and severe bruising to her right middle finger. During a brutal cross-examination by Chowdhury, Jabari asked to leave the courtroom across, uh, leave the courtroom because she became so upset at being repeatedly shown the police, shown the police body cam footage of her being found half naked in Major's apartment the morning after the incident. Okay. But this was done, but this was uh, shown, because I remember doing a live stream on this. This was uh, after she came home drunk. That scar behind her right ear. The jury appeared uncomfortable at the repeated showing of the footage with one juror wincing and another putting her her head in her hands. What did you come to jury do? What did you come to be a juror for? You're going to be seeing, and you're witnessing a... Uh, you're here to, to witness a domestic violence case. What do you think you're going to be seeing? What do you think you're going to be seeing? Trouty also questioned Jabari about her drinking, which she said was a constant source of tension with majors. <sighs> the lawyer said, your parents have, a company, have complained about your drinking, drawing an objection, which led to the judge striking her question from the record. Majors did not testify. And his defense called three witnesses, including NYPD Detective Ronnie Mija. He should have testified who was the officer in the case of Major's across Major's cross complaint against Jabari, which he filed in June. That led to her being arrested in October, but Manhattan District, uh, District Attorney's Office declined to pursue the case. During the trial, race was an issue. 
which hovered in the background and occasionally burst into the foreground. During her opening remarks, Charvi referred to Jabari's fair skin and called Majors a black man who found his girlfriend unconscious in the closet in America, called the police for help. During her closing statement, she was even more direct and told the jury that prosecutors brought her Jabari's white lies and all pretty little lies. Charvi said, if you believe Grace, then despite Jonathan Majors telling her how dangerous it is for a black man to call the police in America, despite that, he beat her badly in a car, and that was both in his own name and then called 911 on himself. His fear of what happens when black men in America calls 911 came true, and now we're here. As she said that Majors began dabbling, dabbing his eyes as he prepared to cry at the theatrical moment, and that was the outcome, that was the outdone moments later when Chowdhury's choked up as she addressed the jury and implored them to clear him. In court, Majors acted with unfailing politeness at all times, kissing his girlfriend, Megan Good. Oh, great. So you're going to leave. All right. So you're with a woman. Okay. You guys had a toxic relationship. And now you're going to be with another woman now that left her, left her husband to pursue a movie career. And she's up in age. Okay, so you're going from the frying pan into the fire. All right. In court, Majors acted with unfailing politeness at all times, kissing his girlfriend, Megan Good, who was in the public gallery every day, and her mother. Majors, who is known for being deeply religious, tucked in Chaudhry's chair when she sat down and read the Bible that he brought with him during breaks. That doesn't make you look good. It makes you look like you're an actor. It makes you look like you're a fraud. It makes you look guilty. That's what it does. I don't think these lawyers he, he got actually had his best interest. I really don't. But remember when I said about the... Uh, the claim of abuse. We're going to get to that right now. Here we go. All right. Here we are. Okay, so this is what happened, all right? That is exactly the position I'm in. That's the real. I'm not being a dick about it. I didn't ask for this. I've worked, and that's the situation. Majors continues that, continues, the woman that supports me, that I support, needs to be a great one. I read that part. All right. <clears throat> the court also released the full text message exchange in which Majors urged Jabari to not seek medical attention for a separate September 2022 episode that left her with a head injury. I fear you have no perspective on what could happen if you go to the hospital, the Creed Three actor wrote. All right, let's read it. Let's read it right here. Okay, this is the text message conversation between uh, Jonathan Majors and Jabari. It's just fake. And you have, and you have, I fear, 
have no perspective of what could happen if you go to the hospital. They will ask you questions and ask. And as I don't think you actually protect us, it could lead to an investigation. Even if you do lie, they suspect something. I will, this is Jabari saying, um, this is Jabari replying. I will tell the doctor I bump my head if I go. I'm going to give it one more day, but I can't sleep and I need some stronger painkillers. That's all. Why would I want to tell them what really happened when it's clear I want to be with you? <sighs> I feel like you want to be together as, I feel like you want to be together as in to not embarrass yourself for everything you've said to your friends and family. Last night, I considered killing myself versus coming home. You said you needed love last night, but I'm put my feelings aside and tried to give you that. I need love too, or maybe I'm such a monster and horrible man that I don't deserve it, and I should just kill myself. This way, my exist this way of existence is miserable. Oh boy, man, over dramatic, over dramatic. All right. There it is. There it is right there. I don't feel sorry for Jonathan Majors. All right. Uh, I don't. He got what he deserved. That's it. All right. You can't really defend this guy. All right. You're in a serious relationship. You're a black man in a serious relationship with a white woman, okay? And you decide to cheat on her. Not saying it'd be good if you cheated with a black woman. Still bad. Um, yeah, man. I can't I can't back him. I can't. All right. She was drunk. She's an alcoholic. Why are you with her? That's the thing, man. Uh, there has to be some self-accountability for us, man. We have to just look at the fact, okay, we're breaking away. All right? And you did hit her. I can't defend that. I know some manosphere people will probably call me a simp. I don't care. All right. I was called that when I was doing Manosphere content because I actually saw that, you know, it's not just women doing bad things that need to be accountable. It's men who do bad things and need to be held accountable as well. Both sides had to be accountable if you want to have a relationship with each other. How's <laughs> oh gosh. Oh man. But that's how it is. Okay. That is how it is. And he has to just pay the consequences for it. But I don't really think he's learning his lesson about himself, holding himself accountable. And the fact that you're just picking toxic women. People were saying, well, I don't blame, you know, I can't feel sorry for him. He dated a white woman. You could date a black woman and it's still the same type of situation. Just like when you divest, you know, divestors, a black, you date a black man that beat on you and you date a white man who may beat on you and take your life. 
It's not the skin color. It's the character. It's the type of person you're picking. What is it about you that keeps leading you to pick people that are toxic? Sometimes people pick, pick these type of people because their demons know each other. That's a saying. All right. Anything you want to know about this channel is in the description box. All right. Like, share, comment, and subscribe. Later.